Good morning and welcome to today's podcast, your daily PPE podcast. PPE is an acronym for the Psalms, the Proverbs, and the Ecclesiastes. And uh, this is a daily podcast or a daily devotion that gives you wisdom for your daily walk with the Lord. Today we begin a study, uh, a couple of day devotion on Psalm 78. It's quite a lengthy passage of scripture. It's about 70, I think it's 72 verses long. Today's Wednesday, we've woken up to a little bit of sleet and ice here. And uh, so I hope you stay warm today and safe. Today's February 2nd. Uh, The title of today's devotion is, Can I Have Your Attention? And uh, we're going to look at the first four verses of this psalm. This psalm, just to kind of give you a little bit of a background, this psalm is a psalm of Asaph. And uh, if you've heard too many of my devotions, we've been through the first 77 chapters of psalms, and several of them are from Asaph. Asaph, we have learned from in the past that Asaph was a chief musician and a worship leader in David and Solomon's time. And uh, the, the book of Chronicles also says that Asaph was a prophet in his musical compositions. And so um, this man prophesied through worship music and through worshiping the Lord and singing for the Lord. And so um, he's written several of the Psalms, and this is another awesome psalm that he has written, Psalm 78. It's uh, said to be a contem- uh, contemplation of Asaph. Um, and in this psalm, Asaph reflects on God's faithfulness to his stubborn, hard-hearted people. Now, <clears throat> excuse me, now, he's referring to, and that's referring to the people of Israel, but um, sometimes we're kind of stubborn and hard-hearted, right? The psalm's broken up into uh, two sections. The first section reflects on learning from the past and teaching the next generation to fear, love, and uh, ultimately become fully devoted to uh, God or fully devoted to Jehovah. The second section reflects on and deals with the exodus of the people of Israel and how they reacted to God's provision and to his protection. So... um, This is a psalm of Asaph that can teach us a lot about God's provision and how God works behind the scenes in our lives because God cares for us and he protects us. Uh, Sometimes we don't see that. Um, We may not see it physically, but he does do that. And this psalm teaches us that. At the same time, uh, it also teaches us that God doesn't always stop the hard stuff from coming our way. Uh, But he does use it to teach us and to train us uh, who we are have been called to become in his kingdom. This psalm points out that the plan of God, uh, that there is a plan of God for each one of our lives, uh, each of our lives, and if we'll trust in the Lord in all areas, uh, then we don't have to live in the past, but we can learn from the past, learn from our past mistakes to make our future brighter and better than we could ever imagine or hope for. So, Let's get started. Let's read the first four verses of this psalm and see what God has to say to us today. Psalm 78, verses 1 through 4. O my people, listen to my instructions. Open your ears to what I am saying, for I will speak to you in a parable. I will teach you hidden lessons from our past, 
stories we have heard and known, stories our ancestors handed down to us. We will not hide these truths from our children. We will tell the next generation about the glorious deeds of the Lord, about his power and his mighty wonders. <coughs> Excuse me. Asaph starts with calling the people's attention to him. Hence the, the name of this devotion, Can I Have Your Attention? He's got something very important to say. He's writing about something he wants everyone, all to hear. And he wants them to hear these instructions. And the instructions that he has to expand on or to expound on isn't is, is something new. He says in verse number three, these are stories that we've all heard and known. Stories our ancestors has handed down from generation to generation. Uh, he's going to talk to them in parables and stories. Uh, but this isn't something new. All of the ears of the people have heard these things before. As a matter of fact, it's been taught to them. This is how Asaph knows about them. Most of the time, uh, in most instances, what we hear, especially from what we learn and hear from the Bible, it isn't something new. <clears throat> if you've been in church for any period of time, most of what you hear, <clears throat> you've probably heard before. For the people of Israel, it was especially true for them and especially true for the men. They, they had been taught these things about the Exodus and about what God did through Jacob and, and Isaac and Abraham. They had, they had learned this and had been taught this from a very early age. Uh, and so <clears throat> Solomon had said once before in Ecclesiastes chapter 1, verse number 9, he said, what has been done will be done again. What has been done um, will be again. There's nothing new under the sun. There's nothing new to learn. Everything that's been done has been done before. And, and we just have to learn sometimes from our mistakes, uh, learn from what we did right. <clears throat> sometimes we have victories and we need to learn from them to do them again and again and, and how to achieve even better results than before. I know when I was in school, <clears throat> I'm sorry, I got a frog in my throat. When I was in school, History wasn't very important to me. Um, it is now, but um, I also am a little bit older and I understand about history a little bit more. But then I often wondered many different times, why? Why do we need to know this kind of stuff? Why do we need to know what happened a hundred years ago? Uh, I can remember sitting in history class and it didn't matter whether it was world history, U.S. history, Missouri history. I often wondered when Will I ever use this in my life? Why do I need to know the dates of the attack on Pearl Harbor? Uh, when do I, why do I need to know when Missouri became a state? Why do I need to know these things? And the simple answer to that is exactly what Asaph is saying in this passage of Scripture. So that we don't repeat the same mistakes again. Unfortunately, in the day and time we're living in, there are people and institutions that are trying to erase our history, trying to remove it from our past or at least remove it from our teaching institutions. And I guess on a certain level, I understand their feelings. Um, they don't want to relive it. They don't want it to happen again. I, I agree with that. I don't either. Um, the world, 
our world that we live in has a very, very dark history, especially America. From slavery to the Holocaust, there are things that we would rather not know and not hear about and not repeat again. Um, These are things that we don't want to happen again. But these are factual, actual events that happen. They may be evil events, but I believe these evil events were driven by a satanic presence from the very beginning. But isn't that the point of learning history in some situations so that it never happens again? And so that uh, I think what Asaph is trying to say here in this passage is that we realize the force behind these actions, the demonic forces that come and the evil that comes from the actions that are carried out. Paul reminds us of this in Ephesians chapter 6, verse number 12. He says, and he reminds us, we're not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and against authorities of the unseen world. We're battling against mighty powers in this dark world and battling against evil spirits in heavenly places. The enemy, my friends, is among us, but it's not mankind. It's the devil. It's, a, it's his demonic forces. It, it always has been from the very beginning of time, all the way back to Adam and Eve. It wasn't Adam that was battling against Eve, and it wasn't Eve that had problems with Adam. It was the serpent. It was the snake. It was the devil that was involved in undermining and deceiving and infecting mankind with sin. Sin is the problem. It always has been the problem, and it always will be. It's not mankind. It's the actions. It's the sinful nature behind the actions. The fact is, sometimes history repeats itself. And in the case of sin, sin continues to repeat itself and run rampant in this world. Satan continues to undermine God's plans. He continues to deceive people. He deceives them in making them believe that God's done them wrong and that they deserve more than what God has given them. And the truth is, the truth is dark sometimes. The truth is hard to understand. Sometimes truth is hard to hear. The truth hurts. But Jesus said, it's truth that sets us free. It's the truth of forgiveness and the truth of God's salvation. It's the truth that God can forgive and that he can heal if we will follow him. The truth that God has more for those who trust in him. An eternal life plan for those who trust in him. It's this truth that Asaph says we can't hide from the next generation. If we do, there's going to be serious consequences. I don't believe that we need to relive and dwell in the past, whether it was a dark moment or a victory moment. But I also don't believe that we need to hide from it because most of the time we can learn from those moments, even if it's that we learn what not to do. This is very important for our personal lives and our personal walk with the Lord. As Asaph says, can I have your attention? He, we, must learn from our past mistakes so that we don't continue to make the same mistakes that our ancestors made. And this isn't something new. We've heard it before. So now, 
Let's change. Let's let God have control of our lives. Let's let God have control of our minds and our hearts. And let's let him change us from the inside out. I believe the past can mold and shape us. And I believe it can have lasting positive effects on our lives. But let's not let the past relive and make us do the same things over and over again that ruins our lives. But let's let the past change us and mold us and shape us into what God wants us to be. Let us learn from the past. Let's let God have our attention and and let God control our lives. And honestly, only Jesus can make this change in us. But this is information worth listening to, as Asaph said. Heavenly Father, thank you for your word today. Thank you for this passage in Psalms. And thank you for giving us the opportunity, God, to turn and repent and turn to you. I believe, Lord, that if we will turn to you, you will hear our prayers and you will change our hearts and you will heal us. I pray today, Lord, that you would heal our land. I pray that we as a nation, we as a world, would not make the same mistakes we made in the past, but God, that we would learn from our mistakes and that we, we, were, we would learn to love as Jesus taught us to love and to love as you love, Lord, an agape love, an unconditional love. Help us today to call attention to what Asaph is saying to us. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Thank you for joining me today. Lord willing, I'll be back with you tomorrow. Remember, I'm praying for you. I believe in God to do great things in your life through the scriptures. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Stay safe and stay warm.